A lot of Bengals fans point to the safety position as area concern because you lose the killer bees, Bell and Bates, to other teams in the National Football League. Well, I'm here to tell you, Dax Hill, Nick Scott, gonna be fine. And our special guest today on In the Trenches with Dave Lapham, brought to you by First Star Logistics, is Nick Scott. And he tells us what he brings to the table at the safety position. Not only as a football player, but as a man. Nick Scott's a he's a special human being. There's no question about it. He talks football, he talks family, he talks a lot of things. You're gonna like it. You're gonna like it a lot. Thanks for carving time out of your busy schedule to join us in the trenches with Dave Lapham, brought to you by First Star Logistics. As always, we're emanating from our outstanding studios, and we've got an outstanding guest today, safety with the Cincinnati Bengals, none other than Mr. Nick Scott. What's up, sir? How you be? I'm good, man. How you doing? I got no complaints. Doesn't do any good anyway, right? Nobody's listening. What the heck? <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, we've got a mutual friend who okay. speaks very highly of you, Andrew Whitworth, uh, former Cincinnati Bengal, great old lineman and teammate of yours with the uh, with the Rams. Tell us uh, your take on Big Wit. Big Wit, uh, easily one of the best leaders I've ever had in any uh, locker room that I've been in. Um, great dude, always made it a point to connect with guys young and old. Um, so, you know, tremendously happy I, I was able to, share the locker room with him, play with him for some time. He's a great dude. You know, it's funny. That's what I'm hearing from your teammates here in Cincinnati about you. That you are, you just, you connect with everybody. You've got, just got a great personality and um, you've, you've made a, a very, very favorable impression in a very short time frame here in Cincinnati. I mean, that's something to be proud of. Yeah, I appreciate it. I just try to, you know, come in and, you know, be myself. I love connecting with the guys. I love having a good time, cracking jokes. So, no, I'm glad it's all being received well. Now, you were with the L.A. Rams. Coach Sean McVay is a big culture guy. Mm -hmm. Zach Taylor is a big culture guy. Are there similarities to the locker rooms and the culture aspect of that? Yeah, I would say there's definitely similarities. But one thing that struck me for sure is just the amount of time that um, the guys here uh, spend with each other in the locker room after meetings and and after practice and everything like that, I think what most guys are used to in the league is, you know, everybody has their separate life and separate family outside of football. So usually guys, uh, you know, after what I'm used to in L.A. is guys, we would finish meetings, guys would kind of hit the road and get back to what they got to do. But this is about as close to a college environment as I've been in in a while where guys are spending time with each other, playing endless amount of games of ping pong, <laughs> which is which is a great time. It gets real competitive. Sometimes it gets heated, but it's all in good fun. So the relationships are, are are huge here. So you uh you went to Penn. You played high school in Fairfax, Virginia, high school That's ball, correct. and then you you went to Penn State and initially a running back, correct? Like a multi-purpose running back, and then moved to corner, and then since moved to say, what about that position change from offense to defense? How? What was that like? What was that transition like for you? Uh, it was definitely a, 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 a difficult transition, especially when you talk about technique and things like that. 
Um, but, uh, you know, it wasn't too much of a shock to me just because at the time I was playing a whole lot of special teams and, um, you know, tackling anyway every day in practice. So by the time I started playing at safety, I had been on the defensive side of the ball in practice for about two years. So having played on the offensive side of it and now transitioning to the defensive side of it, was was it easier for you to, to okay, I know formationally I, I have an idea of what kind of concept they might be utilizing mm -hmm. here? I mean, was that a help for you to have that exposure on the offensive yeah. side of it? It, it was definitely a help, um, especially playing running back, just understanding, you know, how – you want to blitz and attack running backs when you're rushing and things like that. Cause I've been on the other side where I had to do pass pro. Um, and, and on the other side of that too, I was thinking once I moved to defense, I was thinking, man, if I had just knew how defense really operated, it would have been so much easier for me to pick up pass pro. It's, it's not that hard <laughs> to figure out where people are coming from, but yeah, it definitely helped, um, you know, ha being from the flip side, understanding, you know, what offenses want to do, who they want to attack and things like that. So you were on the uh, the Rams team that beat the Bengals in Super Bowl Fifty Six. That's mm -hmm. uh, your your Super Bowl your Super Bowl win. I mean that that that's a big deal. You played very well uh, in that in that football game. Was your exposure to the Bengals in that in that game? Um, did it have any bearing on you wanting to be a Bengal? Oh uh, yeah, I think for sure um, that was a huge part of my decision. Just because um, of the the season I was a part of last year, I wanted to be back with a team that, you know, had the potential to win it all and, and go the distance. Um, that game was extremely competitive. Uh, the, the Bengals at the time were just unfortunately on the wrong side of a classic game. Uh, that game could have went either way. Um, and so that was a huge part of, uh, of my decision coming back here. Just the amount of guys, the amount of um, star power that we have here and how connected this team is, it, it should be a lot of good football for a long time, and I, I wanted to be a part of that. From a uh, transition standpoint, again, um, how similar, how different are the schematics that you were exposed to at the Rams as opposed to Luana Rumos? Is it a matter of just unlearning and relearning terminology? There are some so many similarities there, or is it totally different? Yeah, I think there is a little bit of both, actually. There, I mean – once you get into the the thick of it, you know, defense is defense. There's only so many coverages that are played and everything like that. I think what makes Lou so special is um, the amount of uh, trust he has in the players and, and moving guys around to play different techniques. So um, a lot of coverages might look like something but aren't played um, by the traditional position player, for instance. A linebacker could be doing a drop that a corner is usually doing and vice versa. Um, so that that's a testament to the players he has on this roster and their ability to be interchangeable. Yeah, that that's an amazing part of it. The the, the versatility, um, man, the linebackers, for example, in your nickel defense, uh, Logan right. Wilson, Jermaine Pratt. I mean, they they were defensive backs in college and they started their college careers as a corner and a, and a safety. So it's uh, yeah. It's, it's pretty remarkable how, like you say, everybody is so interchangeable. And, and when teams are, are substituting uh, or not substituting, they've got a diverse personnel skill set offensively. You guys can match up. You know, if they right. try to spread the field, you guys can match up in, in any way. And if they want to hunker down and try to 
bully in the running game, you can match up with that as well. Exactly. Exactly. That's that that's key, right? You want to be able to, you know, take away any phase of the game from the offense that that you need to. And obviously this defense has been doing that for uh, a while at a successful rate. The one thing about Lou that that impresses me as a as a former player is he, he he's all about great ideas. It mm-hmm. doesn't have to be his idea. Mm-hmm. It's like if the players have a good idea and he presents that good idea, they present it to him. He's all about it. He's all about right. it. It's like if it's going to make the team better, if it's going to if it's going to impact uh, a game potentially, he doesn't mind where it comes from. In fact, he welcomes that kind of communication, doesn't he? Yeah, no, he really does, and I can see that, uh, especially with the guys who have been here for a while, just how they talk and practice and bounce ideas off of each other. It's not just one sided. It's not just him spewing information at guys on why he wants to do things a certain way. Um, he's very open. He's very receptive, um, especially when it comes to uh, guys like Logan and Jermaine, who've been in his system for a while and know what he wants and um, have played many different techniques for him. Um, like you said, I think that's a testament to who he is as a person and a, and, and a coach and a leader. So when you were you were prepping for the uh, Cincinnati Bengals in Super Bowl 56, um, you obviously had an idea. You were presented – things from your organization, your your coaching staff about the Bengals offensive football team. Mm-hmm. How different is it when you came here and experienced it firsthand? Was it pretty much what you expected or or was it uh was were there some well I didn't I didn't realize this. I didn't expect that kind of thing. Yeah, um I, I think it, it it's pretty much what I expected just just from the standpoint of uh these guys on this team and the players on the roster, especially the offensive side of the ball, is, have commanded so much respect um, around the league. Um, you kind of expect a, a certain level of uh, greatness from them and um, an approach from them for, for the reason why they're as good as they are. Um, so, you know, when, when I came here and, and saw how they operated and how they work together, it's pretty much on brand on what you would expect, um, which is uh, – a testament to to those guys and their approach to the game. About your uh, your coach in that in that back end at the safety position, Robert Livingston, mm-hmm. a young guy that uh, he he's all about building relationships too, isn't he? Yeah, no, he really is, and that that's the first person I I met with when I when I took a uh, visit down with the Bengals, and um, we hit it off right from the jump. And he's a young guy, like you said, um, which makes it easy for him to connect and. You know, we bounced a lot of stuff off of each other. It wasn't just football. Um, that kind of made the bed for why I felt so comfortable, um, you know, joining this organization because of guys like Rob and, and Lou and, and, and some of the players around the building. Uh, you're married. You have a child. I mean, it's you're, you're a family guy. How are you guys uh, adjusting to Cincinnati? How do you like Cincinnati? Oh, we love it. Um, my wife and I, we, we remark all the time about how we think it's the, the perfect uh, place to start a young family. Um, my wife and I, we love spending time with each other. We love walking around and, um, and and taking Jackson, our son, for walks and our dog for walks. And it's really the perfect city for that. We live right by the Purple People Bridge, so we're always walking across that and um, walking on the riverfront. It's it's a great time. We, we love exploring together. Um, yeah, it, it's been fun. So what do you think uh, in terms of two coaches that 
actually Zach is from the Sean McVay tree coaching mm -hmm. tree. Uh, they have the same mindset in terms of not beating players up yeah. and, and keeping players fresh. That's the one thing that I hear about players um, that are new to Zach's uh, way he handles training camp and, Oh man, I'm fresher than I've ever felt. I've never felt no. this coming into a, the start of a season. Is it pretty similar the way Sean does things and the way Zach does things in terms of not uh, taking care of you guys' bodies pretty much? Yeah, no, it's pretty much the same. Um, I, I, it's pretty much what I'm used to, which has been good just for my transition because, you know, like you mentioned, there's some guys who are on the other side of that and may come from a system like Sean's system or, or Zach's system and end up somewhere um, where they just kind of hit it all the time. Um, so I've been blessed to kind of have an easy transition in that respect. But I think um, Zach does a, a great a job of making making sure that camp is still challenging and, and getting your body for the physical toll, ready for the physical toll that it's about to take over, over the next uh, 18, 19, 20, 24 weeks, whatever it is. Um, so, you know, it, and I'm also aware that you, you have to approach a little bit you have to approach the AFC North a little bit different in terms of your preparation because it's a ground and pound league. Like it's, you know, it's going to be physical games out there. That's what this division is known for. Um, so I'm super excited about that. And I think they do a great job of making sure we're ready for the physical aspect as well. Yeah. That's, that's one thing that when I watch you guys practice, I mean, that that's something that you have to learn and have to experience the pace of practice, you guys, mm -hmm. the tempo, the pace, it's at a very, very high level you right. waste no, no time out there. I mean, it's uh, it, and and there's some guys. It takes a while for guys to learn how to practice that way. You know, it's yeah. very efficient, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, no, it is really efficient. We hit it like like you said. Everything's blocked out for us, um, and there's never a time where we're just sitting around not doing anything, right? Our heart rate's going and all that stuff. And I think all of that is preparing us for what it's going to be like in a game. I mean, there's going to be times where, you know, hopefully it never happens, you know, but on defense, you're going to come off the field, turnovers happen, you may sit down, and two plays later, two plays later, you might have to pop back up and get going. So uh, we need to be ready for any and all types of situations. And um, like I said, I think they do a tremendous job of, you know, taking care of our bodies, but at the same time, making sure that we're still, you know, building a little bit of grit and, and learning how to push through uh, tough times in terms of your wind and, and and when your body is telling you to stop yeah because like you you mentioned uh the afc north i mean that is a physical uh division there's no question yeah. about it and you open up with the cleveland browns nick chubb yep. enough said right there that dude he runs he he runs behind his pads man that's a <laughs> that's a physical physical runner right there and you got uh batonio and, and wyatt teller these two beasts at the guard position i mean yeah yeah uh, they're gonna try to hunker down and run the ball a little bit, aren't they? No, yeah, for sure. And uh, those guys are extremely touted. And I'm really excited about that matchup. I think all of us are. Um, this will be my first time, you know, seeing Nick Chubb. And, uh, you know, I'm excited for the opportunity. Anytime we get to play some good backs like that, um, it's a challenge to the defense and gets us excited because we know we're going to have to put our pads on somebody and get those things popping. And, and, and that's what we're excited for. You can't be on defense and, and not like to hit. No, no question. Yeah. <laughs> Deshaun Watson at the quarterback position is a dual threat. Lamar yeah. Jackson at the quarterback position is a dual threat. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, they, they, this this uh, this division, it, it, it's no joke. There's uh, and, and 
at Pittsburgh, all their quarterback did was have a perfect rating during the preseason at a 158.3 quarterback rating. I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's a strong division in terms of quarterback play. Oh yeah, for sure. You know, that that's what you want, right? You want a challenge, right? Because we, you know, we, we pride ourselves on, you know, being the best and holding our, ourselves to, you know, an extremely high standard. And we want to aspire to be the best on the field every Sunday. Um, and then doing that, we want to, we want to get that done when other people are at their best. So those guys are extremely talented and, you know, we see every, every week as a challenge and we're going to attack those challenges wholeheartedly. Now, do you like the fact that you open up with two division games, one on the road and one at home, just to, I guess, uh, find out exactly where you stack up right away in terms of division play? Yeah, I, I think that's great. Um, I think that's great for us, a great position to be in, um, just because, you know, the gravity of the situation is is through the roof. So there's no there's no lull, right? There's no sitting back and waiting for division plays. Like, it's on us, and this is as serious as it gets. This is as important as it gets. Um, so I think everybody's going to be in the right mindset headed into these first two weeks. A lot of people are, are like, oh, boy, the Bengals, they lost their two veteran safeties in the same offseason. What, what's going to happen back there? You and Dax Hill, uh, it, do, you, do you guys relish that opportunity? It's like, yeah, I'll show you we can play. I mean, is that something that you look forward to and, and say, I'm going to give you uh, at least the effort that you used to back there at the safety position? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think that would be the case, you know, regardless of uh, the situation, what it was last year. I think that's just how both of us are wired as individuals. I think that's how, how you have to be wired um, as an NFL athlete coming into a new season. You got to be ready to prove it every single snap just because, um, you know, there's always somebody behind you and there's, you know, teams are always looking for the next guy up. And so that's been our approach coming into this offseason. That's been my approach coming into all five off seasons that I've been a part of in the NFL is just go out there and prove to everybody that still, for whatever reason, may have doubts that I can get the job done. You're an extremely articulate um, man, for sure. What, what did you study? What did you study at Penn State? I studied uh, psychology at Penn State. It was turned into a little bit of a passion of mine. Just I felt like I had a great understanding uh, for people and, and behaviors and things like that. Huh. What does that affect? Your your football, um, you know, when you're thinking about that, the, the the mental aspect of the game of football is it does that major come in handy? Uh, <laughs> I, think it, I think it could maybe when when studying a, you know, a quarterback maybe uh, depending on the guy, what his personality is, if he's confident and things like that, might try to force some throws in there, might be able to get away with some. Uh, with some uh, PBUs or throwing the ball in some windows he, he maybe shouldn't. So uh, maybe, who knows, or maybe just in the locker room helping me connect with guys. Right, right. When did you realize that, I mean, when you were in high school, were you a multi-sport athlete? Did you play everything? I played, up until my sophomore year, I played, you know, the basketball, football, and track, yeah. So – uh, what, what position did you play in basketball? Basketball, I was a guard. Were you yeah. point or point or shooting guard? Point guard. Point guard. Yeah. So you, you were the quarterback of the whole thing, huh? I was the quarterback of the whole thing. And at that time, I was actually playing quarterback in, in, uh, in high school as well. Is that right? How about yeah. that? Yeah. What, 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 what events did you uh, do in track and field? Um, I did all the jumping events. I did long jump and high jump. Those were my favorite. Um, 
And then occasionally, if we needed points, they would throw me in a 100-meter dash or 400 or something like that. <laughs> so, wasn't my favorite, though. I wasn't much of a sprinter. I didn't like sprinting as much as I liked jumping. So what, what were your best jumps? Uh, my best jump, I actually stopped track after my freshman year, unfortunately. But my best jump as a freshman was 6'8", high wow. jump. And then, uh, and then uh, I believe in, I went to the state meet for a long jump and I jumped freshman year, like 24 or six or something like that. Oh, I can't shit, man, you can jump, man. There's no, you got some explosion. I, yeah. My, uh, my, my parents, they called me Jackrabbit growing up, <laughs> which is, which is how, uh, that's how we got my son's name. I named it after that name of Jack. Is that right? I thought yeah. that. <laughs> So, right away though, you football was was football your main love at a, at an early age. Oh yeah, football. I was obsessed with football uh, ever since I remember just picking up a football and throwing it. That's I I I have a documentation of me in kindergarten and things saying when I grow up I want to be in the NFL and all that really? stuff. I was I was all football through and through. So, who are some of your mentors? I mean, were there coaches that uh, in your high school years, college, and even in the professional level that that had a major has that have had a major impact on your career yeah uh, i would say honestly the first person that had, the reason why i fell in love with football um other than my father cuz i knew he played football was probably my oldest brother uh irvin and seeing him kind of fall in love with the game and watching him play little league and all that stuff um i looked up to him a lot as well as my my middle brother uh leon i'm the youngest um but just watching him kind of transition through the levels of football and like get to a point where he was working on his own time to get better that's kind of how i figured out what it takes to be you know an athlete and how you get better at sports and how you approach and everything like that he kind of lit that fire in me to to want to be the best um at football and then um there's a high school coach of mine named coach mahoney at Brookline High, he kind of took it to the next level. Um, he kind of showed me how to work, right? He was he he was the coach that started getting me up at 5 a.m. and 6 a.m. to to go throw and do footwork and things like that. Um, all that kind of stuff kind of lit a fire in me. Um, and then other than like James Franklin, the obvious one who gave me my opportunity at Penn State. Sure. Uh, I would say Charles Huff. Uh, was my special teams coordinator. He got me in the special teams. Um, I, he's a head coach now at, at uh, Marshall. Um, but he, he kind of saw a kid who, you know, was kind of fading away in the linebacker room or, excuse me, the running back room. And he was like, hey, man, I, I think you could be a great special teams player. So if you buy into that, you know, it's a funny story, actually, with, with him. He was like, uh, I want you to go home and, and Google uh, Mike Mike Thomas, right? He's a special teams player. Huh. And you know, I want you to be like the Mike Thomas uh for for us. And so that's I, I've known about Mike for a long time. So it's funny I ended up in the same locker room with him. But I, I he was the blueprint for for how I saw myself getting into this league, funny enough. That's uh that's incredible. It really yeah. is. And what what well, a, it goes to tell you just how old he is. <laughs> <laughs> what a great human being, though, isn't he? He's yeah, no, he's Mike's awesome man. He's he is awesome. he is something else. What, what what do you like like What do you love about football? What do you like most about the game? Uh man, I honestly, 
I just love, I love the physical aspect. Like I love, I love, I love, I love hitting people. I love it. I really do. It's it's just something about it. It's like uh, it, when I was in um, when I was in like some of the little leagues, Pop Warner and stuff. Um, I, I liked I liked being tackled. I played running back, and you know I had two older brothers, so I liked being on the ground and kind of rest and tackling people and being tackled that was always a fun part for me so not much has changed I, I like hitting people that's about it that's uh that's that's a must for the game there's uh there's no question about that what about are you are you a goal-oriented guy do you have individual goals team goals and that sort of thing do you set goals like that on a yearly basis in yeah kind of my 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 overall goal is just kind of be better than I was the year before. Um, I'm very motivated by, uh, um, I guess, doubt. You know, I'm motivated by people thinking I can't do something. Mm -hmm. Um, Even if I got a whole bunch of people on my side telling me I'm good and all this stuff, I usually can find um, some motivating factor, whether it be on Instagram or something somebody said, and I kind of just, like, keep that in the back of my mind um that that there's people who think i can't do something that's what keeps me going um that's what motivates me that's what made me a great special teams player uh that's what made me uh, a good safety and that's what kept me grinding to continue to um, aspire to be a starter in this league just keeping in the back of my mind that somewhere out there there's somebody that thinks that i can't do it love you love proving people wrong huh that's love the, yeah, that's a big special teams what what does it take? All the young people out there that are playing football that are listening right now, mm-hmm. offense, you know, the, the heroes, offense, defense, playmakers, and all that. Special teams, it takes a special breed, a special player, mm-hmm. a person to play special teams effectively. What does it right. take? What what are the what are the key ingredients to outstanding special teams performance? Uh, well, I would say the, the the first key ingredient is effort special teams is all about effort especially when you talk about those those coverage phases um you know usually the guy that wants to make the tackle the the most is probably going to be the one to to make the tackle um because you got to get off blocks you got to get through double teams and everything like that so effort um physicality you got to run and run full speed and not be afraid to block somebody who's running at you full speed and you got to you know not be afraid to run through somebody's face in order to to get to the ball. So effort, physicality, um, and then just the understanding of the game and, you know, how uh, certain teams are trying to attack you with leverage and everything like that. So um, effort, physicality, and understanding. All good, uh, all good tips for sure. Right. Thing in, in, uh, in football and in life, man. And, and football is, I've, I've found, so many things that you take from the game of football and apply it to life. It's like a slice of life. Every every practice, every game, it ends up being a slice of life. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that's the, yeah. There's a tremendous amount of life lessons in football. Uh, it's one of the greatest greatest teachers ever. No question about it. Well, Nick, appreciate your carving time for us today. You're an outstanding uh, football player and even better human being, and you've made a major impact the locker room in a very short time frame and understandably so when you get a chance to 
to meet you and talk to you like we have today and appreciate you giving us the time. I appreciate it, Dave. Thanks for having me. And, you know, if you ever want me back, just let me know. Will do. Thank you, sir. Have the All best right, day you ever had. Thank you. You too. Dave Lapham here. And every day I am grateful for my experience to have played professional football. As a player, I realize self-motivation, leadership, and appreciating your teammates are key. At First Star Logistics, you can use those same attributes to create the life you want for you and your family. Build your future by working hard like I did. You'll see results both on and off the field. Call First Star Logistics today and be part of our winning team. Opportunity knocking.